Thank you for listening to the Vis Career Podcast. Hit subscribe or follow us for fresh new content uploaded every week. Your pocket guide to filming job specs on a smartphone. We've all watched videos where toddlers run around their house on selfie mode. They're always entertaining despite them being badly filmed. And the same goes for shaky cam footage on news channels. We are gripped by the events unfolding, not whether or not a high definition lens is being used. If the story's good, the equipment is just a bonus. Having said that, technology has advanced so much that we are now able to record ourselves easily and, with a bit of practice, at a quality which matches that of a trained camera operator with expensive kit. These days, even presenters on the world's top broadcasters use mobile phones to report live from location. You too can create video content that is eye-catching and engaging for the candidates you're aiming to attract. That's why we've listed a few smartphone tips to raise the quality of your footage from silver to gold when filming your video job spec, so you can really bring the opportunity to life and inspire the best talent to apply. The best way to capture attention is by cutting to the point. Forget the long-winded pleasantries and see the beginning of your video as a newspaper headline. What could you say that will hook the viewer and keep them watching for longer? Once you've spent time thinking about what you're going to say, now it's time to consider how you're best going to capture the video. First of all, find a space with a window. Good natural lighting makes all the difference. The more light that makes its way into the lens, the clearer your image will be. That's why bigger cameras traditionally provided higher quality pictures. While smartphone lenses have increased in size over the years, you'll have noticed that with every new iPhone that comes out, the lens is that bit bigger or there's two lenses instead of the one. Clever processing still does most of the heavy lifting. So more natural light is always necessary to give your footage the very best chance. Place your subject in the middle of the frame with plenty of room above their head and to their side. They should look directly towards the lens when talking, and this includes for a few seconds before and after they speak. That will give you room for manoeuvre when editing. Once you film the piece to camera, now you do it again. Ask your subject to look towards the original focal point where the camera was in the first place, but this time move the camera to a different angle. And when edited, it will appear as if there's more than one camera in the room. Now, of course, this step is optional, but it really is a very simple technique used by television companies to elevate their footage. The biggest broadcasters in the world do this. It doesn't require fancy kit or software, and it's free to do. One way to gauge a video is being used effectively is whether a viewer could follow your story without the volume on. Have a think about that. How best can you capture on camera what you are describing in your speech? So for example, if you're describing a beautiful blue chair, why not layer this with footage of that chair? Because if you don't, then you may as well just be making a podcast. And podcasts are great, but if you're going to make a video, you want to make it as visually appealing as possible. You may choose to capture video of your workplace, the scenic drive to the workplace, the office, engaging video of your staff in action, and anything else that you think would turn heads in this increasingly crowded recruitment market. All this extra footage can also be used to layer over any cuts you make to your video, so you can plaster over any little mistakes you make. Now, 
I want to talk about this because there's a cheesy habit for people to overuse zooming and panning when filming. This really isn't on vogue right now, so best to stand still, fix your camera on one thing, and that's it. There's really no need to pan around the office, a wee swirl here and a zoom there. Instead, try to capture movement within the frame. So for example, if you're filming some beautiful scenery, wait until a car drives past and capture that. Think of it as a moving picture and not a moving camera. If you have any questions at all, I'm more than happy to help. Fact.bristofka at vizcareerdigital.com